Goku decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. Hello, Jeremy. Levels, levels, levels. The check, levels check, check, are check, good. Check, check, check. Good thing. Hello and welcome to the Early Show Later podcast. I'm Karis. Hello, I'm Jeremy. This is episode 116, entitled Ice Shanty Prostitution. It's all happening. All three of those things are happening today on the program. Yep. And we will explain to you uh, what exactly that means. Well, not entirely what that yeah, means. we don't really know we what don't, it it's, means. Yeah, it's a bit, you know, there's a question mark there. Like, how would you even run a prostitution operation out of an ice shanty? I'm not sure. They were just words strung together by some guy concerned about you ice fishers. Yeah. So <laughs> try and connect the dots there. Uh, we tackle that on the podcast today. Also, we're talking about a very interesting, it looks like maybe a little tiny human alien was found on Mars. This is a very interesting photograph from Mars. And it's like, is that a tiny alien person? And so we address that in the podcast today. Also, we've got Seth Rogen. Clip from him talking to some guy on like a hot wing show. And Hot ones. You know the meme you've heard, maybe you've heard it with Paul Rudd, where he's like, look at us. Who would have thought it? Look at us. Yes. That's from that show. Exactly. So Seth Rogen was on that show, and he was talking about uh, doing some paintballing in Sawasan. We're like, whoa, relatable content. Totally. We know that place. At least we're pretty sure we know that place. And we are also talking about human poops and uh, just the wild number of human poops that are in this city that need to be cleaned up every day. And there's people whose job is to do that, so they do the people's work. Mm -hmm. But let's kick things off with the ice shanty prostitution. That's the cure doing pictures of you on the peak. Sorry about that. We're able to get the uh, clip of the mayor of Hudson, Ohio, uh, talking about uh, people in the community want to open up ice fishing on a local park. And uh, the mayor has concerns. Additionally, if you open this up to ice fishing, while on the surface it sounds good, then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty on Hudson Springs Park for X amount of time? And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Prostitution. And now you got the police chief and the police department involved. Wow. <laughs> what? How do we draw a line from ice fishing to prostitution? I, I'm not quite sure how we got there so quickly. You know what? Um, the boys went on an ice fishing trip. Mm-hmm. They didn't invite him. Yep. And now he's just like, I will get you ice fishers. <laughs> I will come up with any reason to say that this I is not allowed. Classic alternative from Blur. That's Girls and Boys on 1027 The Peak. Connects with the big win last night. 5-1 over Arizona. I mean, they should have smashed them. JT Miller had a goal that was just like, what is happening? 
5-1, that is a lot. What's happening? Uh, taking on the New York Islanders tonight. I think they have a pretty compressed schedule for the next little while. A bunch of teams do catching up on uh, games uh, canceled or postponed due to COVID. Um, what is going on with this story that you sent me, Karis? I was uh, I didn't even click it open. I was too horrified. Uh, well, talking about feces in Vancouver, but on the streets. Yes, the game I often play when I have to go downtown to my gym. I'm like... Am I dancing around human feces or dog feces? The fact that I have to play the game and make that guess on a downtown city street at all is horrifying. But that's the reality of Vancouver. That is. That's right. And um, because there have been so many reports to 311, the Vancouver's VanConnect app, reporting poops found in public, uh, the city ran a pilot last year, pilot program to, uh, it's called the Feces Pilot Program to <laughs> clean up the streets. Now, it ran from March to December of last year. And in that time, 13,000 pieces of feces were recovered from Vancouver streets. And that's not even a, in a full year, which is uh, pretty incredible. And I would like to uh, thank the crews who are out doing that work. That is the essential worker. I didn't know it was so essential. Yes. Uh, and apparently it's a couple, it's two-person teams. Okay. You know? uh, they go out, they collect it for disposal, and they disinfect the area. I mean, that's what you, you just, you know, somebody's got to pick it up, right? And so the people who are picking it up are part of Mission Possible, uh, which operates weekday mornings. They they go around downtown and uh, and they they have a grant and they have workers and I would just like to thank these workers and I think anybody who's either cleaning up poop from a street or is cleaning any kind of public toilets needs an immediate raise. Royal blood troubles coming. It's one zero two seven. The Pete. Good morning. You're listening to the early show with Karis and Jeremy. Space, the final frontier. Love seeing pictures of Mars and things like huts that don't, unfortunately, turn out to be huts. You know that picture that we saw of Mars a few weeks ago? Oh, that was the moon. Moon hut. Oh, right. That was the moon. That was the moon hut. Yeah. Well, now there is a picture from Mars, and it looks like there's a little person laying on a rock and lying in that same position as... Um, if you were to imagine Kate Winslet lying down to be painted by Leonardo DiCaprio oh, yeah, in the drawing, Titanic. Draw me like one of your French. Yeah. Now, it looks like this human is wearing clothes, though, unlike Kate Winslet. I think she was not. But that kind of angle, just lounging almost on a rock on Mars. This is a, a photograph that was taken last year by the rover. And this a blog, some blogger picked up on it. It was like, wait a second. Is that a little person slash alien lying on a rock on Mars? Because when you look at the picture, like that's really what it looks like. It almost looks like they're little footprints leading up to where this person alien is lying down. Unfortunately, though, it turns out it's not. What? Yeah, just like the hut on the moon was not a hut. It was just a rock. Turns out this person lounging on mars is not a person it's a rock it's really disappointing but apparently this is a phenomenon known as 
pareidolia. Ooh, that's a sciencey word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently pareidolia describes the way that humans tend to see something meaningful in things that are in fact just arbitrarily arranged. Like how when you look at your toast and you're like, oh, it's Jesus. Yeah. Right in my toast. Yeah. That's no, that's pareidolia. No, that time it was though. Oh, okay, right. Other than <laughs> all the other times, other than the times, I, I was so <laughs> I was about to be so angry at Mars because I was like, dude, chilling park is our thing. You can't have dude chilling Mars. I mean, if they were going to have dude chilling Mars, they definitely would need to put up a sign. <laughs> Got to make it official. <laughs> Come on, Mars. Hey, let's knit them a sign. Yeah, that's how you do it. Chaos doing crab bucket. It's on the peak. Best coin with chapstick on 1027 The Peak. Hey, it's Wednesday. Only a 30 to 60% chance of showers and drizzle and mist today. You're listening to The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy. I saw on YouTube that Seth Rogen was talking about a paintball place in Sawasan to some guy who has like a hot wing celebrity show. Yeah, hot ones. Hot ones. Season 17 premiere with Seth Rogen. (laughs) That's right. So there's this guy and he has famous Hollywood types on his show and they eat hot wings. They have all these different hot sauces and they try them all and then their lips are burning and then they're also answering questions about their work while while they're drinking milk and (laughs) living and loving and laughing on this show. And, And Seth Rogen was on and he was he was on actually with um, Evan Goldberg, his childhood friend who he's collaborated with on, you know, super bad. This is the end sausage party, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, Evan Goldberg was asking Seth, you know, like you're, you're tough now you're eating these hot wings. Uh, but, you know, I remember a time in grade 10 when you weren't so tough. Seth has done many brave things on camera, off camera. You've been a brave partner in our business endeavors. That's nice. But there was a time in 10th grade when you did one of the least brave things I've ever seen someone do. Oh, no. It was in Tawasson. Do you have any (laughs) recollection of perhaps the moment I'm referring to? I do remember this, and it was a cowardly maneuver. (laughs) And it was something that if you were my friend, I would always look at me a little differently after this. It took like a decade, but I'm over it. We were, uh... Tawasson. Let's start with Tawasson. <laughs> That's the name of a town. Tawasson's a place in like 40 minutes outside of Vancouver. Oh my God. Um, and uh, they had a giant paintball facility, like a huge outdoor paintball facility. And we all went paintballing there. And these guys showed up that were like professional paintball guys. We're like 15 years old. And they're fucking loaded with paintball bullets and they have like automatic paintball guns. We have like the pump action, cheap, shitty paintball and we, we, guns. We didn't you... know like what their guns could do. No. And they right away, from my memory, just like unload like a torrent of like, like automatic. A, like a chain gun kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> and I run off into the woods as literally all my friends get annihilated. Yeah, as these uh, men were like, like I got shot 25 <laughs> times in the back. Then you must have been alone in the woods. Behind behind like, it's like, we did it, guys. We got away. I looked back and I was all alone. And I was like, oh, no. And like, we all got yeah. hurt. 
like yeah. I was covered in welts. Oh yeah, they were like bleeding, and then I came back, and everyone was really pissed at me. And they were like, <laughs> "What did you like, you cowards? We were we were a front, and you bailed on all of us." It's been uphill from since since then. I had to earn back their trust. Uh, I think I've maybe been to that paintball place because I remember going to a paintball spot near Splashdown. Yeah, nineties. It would have made sense, yeah. right? And but I maybe it's not. Were you on the anymore? pro team? Were you the one that roasted <laughs> Seth? <laughs> no, because I'm I'm at the same age as him, so I would have been in grade t- uh, roughly. I wouldn't because he's referring to all these professional adult people coming. Yeah, I'm only what a couple years older than he is, so no, not that time. <laughs> I was not part of the professional, and believe me, I was more like Seth Rogen doing paintball. I was more like, oh, how long can I hide behind this tree? <laughs> I wonder if I ever went to that Tawas one. I do remember the one he's talking about when it comes to paintball, but I'm like, did I go to that one? I remember very famously going to one in Mission. Yeah, and the only one that I went to was outdoor, and it was in Tawasson. Yeah, I paintballed a lot in the 90s, and then again in the 2000s. And I, you know what? I only did it, I only remember doing, I remember doing laser tag more. I did laser tag maybe a few times. Yeah, laser and then tag I only used did to be the a paintball thing. the once, because I really found it kind of terrifying, and I like I was mostly hiding behind a tree. Uh, did you do it with your school? No, I did it. You know what? It was early days at the Fox. I think I was in promo oh, at the okay. Fox. I remember going, you know, I don't know why. I oh, you were an adult grown when you got into it. Yeah. Well, got into it. I did it like early 20s. Once. I was early yeah. 20s. I would have probably been like 23. Oh, that's an interesting time. Yeah, I did it. Uh, I did it in radio when I was on the island. We'd take winners out to yeah. you know, chosen. And I think that's probably why I went because I was in promo. And I think, like for instance, the the midday guy at the time, what was his name? Dark haired guy. Anyway, I, I think he was there. I Steve think Steve Dunbar. No, really, two thousand three. No, he was on Rock one hundred and one. Steve At that point, all right. Yeah, so this was. But it was, was not Neil, thing. was it? But it was Neil. No, not Neil. Neil wasn't there yet. Neil didn't so come until I was on the morning Steve show. Between Steve and Neil. It was. That guy. Uh, yeah, young guy. Morgan, something Morgan. Fuck. Dark hair, young. Yeah, beyond my time. Yeah, I went. Uh, uh, he was there, and yeah, I think we probably were there with listeners. That's my guess. That's yeah, my we went like uh, with, at school all the time. Really? Yeah, but I don't think schools would do that anymore. I don't think so, no. I don't think you'd be able to have a waiver thick enough to, for parents to sign. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being part of the program and listening to whatever episode this is. One fifty. Oh, have, were we recording? Yeah, I thought you were telling a story. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is really hilarious. I had no idea that we were recording that whole time. Do you time. want the unfiltered story or do you not want to? Yeah, no, sure. I just, I was off mic, so I was oh, way over yeah, here. Yeah. So I I think the levels are not going to be good. See, this is better levels. I was telling the story way over here. So sorry about that. I I did not realize. This is a professional podcast. Yes, yes. I thought you were just telling tales of being on the wild (laughs) tales of Karen's being on the radio in 2003. Oh, God. Good times. Uh, so anyway, do you remember who the midday guy was on <laughs> Seafox in 2003? <laughs> do you remember? Something Morgan. Yeah. So you know what? He now was that you young and name, he had dark hair. Now that you say the name. Yeah. <sighs> I do remember Steve Dunbar, but that would have been my time there, which was yeah. like 2000. And by the time I was there, Steve Dunbar was on Rock 101. Yeah. He was always really nice. Oh, yeah. Very nice. He was really mm-hmm. nice. All right, cool. That'll do it for the podcast today. Uh, thank you for being part of it. Uh, so you can tweet at the show if you remember the old midday guy at Seafox. Uh, 
what is it? At Karis Hogg, C-H-A-R-I-S-H-O-G-G. I'm at Jeremy underscore Baker. Chips are on the line for those tweets to the podcast. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. And uh, what do we got? Oh, we're going to go film a, a video now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we got to part two of our Tom Brady uh, early show intern video coming up next. So we're going to go do that. And what else do we got going on? I think that's it today. That's it, yeah. You can tune in tomorrow, bright and early, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, to The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy on 1027 The Peak, Bye. See ya. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right, we're done here.